back to another episode of Deeper Than Sports. And today, guys, we got a special one for you with the almighty Jeff Carmody. Now, man, he's a man of many hats. We're going to get down to all that on today. Matter of fact, we're going to have a great time just conversating and loving on him today a little bit, taking you through and getting a little insight from him on some of the things he's doing, some of the things he's done, and how he got to where he got to. But to kick it off, this guy has been such an impact to so many of us, myself personally, as well as my two best friends. And today, we're going to dive deep into it. So without further ado, Jeff, we want to thank you for having us on today, man. For sure. I appreciate it, man. It's an honor. It's an honor, Absolutely. honor to sit here with you guys. So Absolutely. It's been a while, so I'm glad to just see your faces. Yeah. I'm going right to it. And C, B, and E, y'all got to back me up on mm-hmm. this. But when Jeff was on the sideline at Preston, <laughs> he was so turned up, bro. Jeff was bro. the eyes. He was the ears. He was everything. He was yeah. everything, I remember bro. him pointing out, uh, sir, he got cramps. He's got cramps. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bro, 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 Jeff. So I played corner. Yeah. And so At our rival high school. Yeah. So, against, so that was our rival. I went to Ottawa. They all went to Creston. But they're my best friends, and so we really grew up together and played together. Mm-hmm. So my transfer didn't go through, and I'll dive into that another time. But long story short, <laughs> playing corner, you're on an island. Yeah. But I'm next to go Jeff. Go at him. Go at I'm him. I'm next to Jeff. <laughs> I'm next to Jeff. And he talking so crazy. Go at 21. Go at him. And Chris is looking to the sideline. <laughs> he used to have a game so lit, man. He was so turned yeah. up. Yeah. I had to kick us off with that in case Jeff didn't know how much of a nuisance he was <laughs> on the yeah. sideline. Uh, uh, I remember that, bro. That was our senior year when Serge got senior the career. Yep. He I ran remember. down the sideline to spark. He's got number one's got current. <laughs> We ran fake three times in a row. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff was a scout before yeah. scouting was what it is today. Jeff was all ears. He was a he was a guy in the booth seeing yeah. stuff on the field, but he was right there on the sideline in a mix of everything, man. But Jeff, man, I just want to tell you your energy from a competitive standpoint, from an elite athlete standpoint. You used to have us. Even as an opponent, like man, I gotta shut this guy up on the mm-hmm. sideline. Mm-hmm. But it, for, but it, all in fun and good health, it was it was it was a blast, man, to have you yelling and talking your talk. Yeah, it was just as fun for me, man. It was, was kind of easy because you know you got me fresh out of school. Yeah, so, <laughs> so you you know played at Ferris like like CB over there. So I was already in my blood. It was wasn't out yet. Right? <laughs> I still had more left in the tank. Yeah, man. How was it for you being able to be on the sidelines and coach these guys and then see not only where they started, where the program started, what Sparky was able to do, then just to see the rise and the success they end up having? You know, I was just rapping with E uh, a little bit on it, and uh, it was just a special time in my life. And it was, uh, and to be honest with you, one of my. proudest moments yeah. to be honest with you because um to work with young kids and to watch them develop and not only that to look back and see the success that came out of that team mm-hmm. um and, and the friendships i mean lifelong friendships with, absolutely with guys that weren't too much younger than me there you go. i'm an old guy but, yeah. <laughs> you know but uh i mean and these guys you know we uh we worked together in the off season yeah. they, they helped me out in, in yeah. our restaurants so yeah. And got to know their families really well. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, it was to deep, see the success. It, it, was, it was deeper than sports. Yeah. It was. It was, it, you know, and that's, and that's why I brought it. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I saw kids that had opportunity 
Um, and they just needed some people to guide them with that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And whether it was on the field or in life, um, every day when we were practicing, when we were working out, there were mm-hmm. lessons to be made mm-hmm. that I think would, you know, carry on in life. And yep. when you teach it, it's one thing, but to see them deliver it and to see what they're doing, what you guys are doing yeah. mm-hmm. uh, today it's a proud thing that, you know, and we were talking about, man, they should do a documentary on, yeah, <laughs> on that. Cause I mean, to see, you know, CB have some NFL uh, opportunities and five guys on that team to go to that next level. Yeah. And I think, you know, nine that went on to play, you know, some competitive college football. Yep. You don't see that often. Mm-hmm. And, and, and not in this state to have that much success off of, uh, and on top of it, an inner city school, yeah, that was transformed yep. overnight. Yeah, you know it was exactly. when Sparky came to me and said, uh, "Hey, man, I need your help." How you know, did we've, that happen? We've man? won like two games in the last <laughs> ten, you know, the last uh, few years, and he's like, "We need to bring some winning winning teams." Well, he came in. I was working at our bar, and I was just you know grinding, working eighty uh, hour weeks. And he came in. He's like, "Man, would you have any interest in coaching?" I'm like, "I'd love to if I could ever get out of here." <laughs> you know. So he's like, I just need four hours a week. Yeah. Four hours a week. He sold it. He sold it. And I said, if that's not including game time, then I'm in. Yeah. And so he worked his practice schedule to where, you know, two days a week. And then it turned into where I was, I loved it so much that yeah. I was like, looking at some of my managers to cover for me. Yeah. I, need, I, got I need to be there. I need to be there, man, because we were having so much fun. Yeah. I know everybody might not know, but uh, Jeff gave me and CB a job at B-Dubs, Buffalo Wild Wings. And mm-hmm. part of that was, one, we needed to gain some weight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We couldn't wait to work there. Two, yeah. um, we got a chance to see you work beyond the field. You, uh, all the lessons you guys were teaching us on the field, but to see you work the 80-hour weeks, to see you bartend and be in the kitchen and front of the house, back of the house, do everything was kind of – we had to continue that as well and tie our work life. So Jeff, that was the thing. It major kudos. And we're gonna dive into yeah. that. But that was the thing for me. Like, like we come from the struggle. We come from the trenches. And you provided opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I, I tell the story to this day. So people see the end result of where we're at today. But I say my my best friend Eric been working and had a work history mm-hmm. longer than all of us. But you helped plant that seed. Mm-hmm. You saw work ethic as an athlete. He was a good worker within the restaurant. And then, boom, he's been able to carry that now mm-hmm. to be able to provide for his family. Same opportunities you gave to CB. So outside looking in, I'm looking like not only is he cool as hell, but that's dope as hell. Mm-hmm. He's providing opportunity for guys to make money, to guys to help their families out. You know what I'm saying? We come from households, man, that... Mm-hmm. Sometimes we ain't making ends meet. They need that little money that they're bringing in to get that bill paid. And so although we get celebrated on Saturday nights or Friday nights, it was it was more meaningful than you may have even known. And I always saluted you for that. I appreciate oh, yeah. it. I appreciate it. But, uh, you know, I wasn't brought up giving things. Mm-hmm. And I credit that to the way I was raised by my dad and my grandparents that were hard workers. And it wasn't all given and i mm-hmm. think that that's a missing ingredient today yes it is, is work yeah. ethic yes it is um you know in our business i tell often our managers and i tell people that i interview is i could take a 10th grader out of a local high school mm-hmm. and teach them the initiatives that we do on a day-to-day basis yeah but what i can't teach them 
is do you have the ability to captivate 30, 40 team members and get them to deliver for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's the missing ingredient. And, you know, um, I learned through great coaches. I learned through people in our business. I learned through first day cashiers. I, I learned from mm-hmm. part of the house team members at cooks of ours, you know, when I mm-hmm. walk into our establishments and it's, uh, I just try to keep an open eye on, on, oh, I on love that. And where I can learn. Yeah. I love that, man. You've been a blessing more than, you know, I'm going to dive into some of that. But looking at your portfolio of of restaurants, walk us through BW3s and then how everything else kind of manifested or was birthed from that. What even got you into food? You are an athlete, man. You are an entrepreneur. You're so many things. Like I said, a man of many hats. But what got you in in that realm? What got you going down that path? Well... My again, it goes back to my dad and my mom. It was uh, it was something where when there was off time, if it wasn't sports, you were working, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was go get a job. So it was at a young age working in restaurants and working in dish pits and working online and and learning a little bit about the business and how it operates. But I wasn't really playing close attention as a kid. <laughs> and uh, how it all started was my dad and. A, a really good buddy of mine. I was actually a hockey player before a football player. Mm-hmm. And our dads would travel um, on tournaments all the time. And they're like, they would hang out at sports bars in between games. And I always heard him say, man, someday we should open up our own sports bar. Yeah. Mm. Well, my dad was fortunate enough to have a business that did well. And he, my brother was uh, playing football in Sweden mm-hmm. uh, after he, his career at Ferris State. And his career was coming to an end. And my dad said, Hey, look, I got this this opportunity to open up a, you know, a franchise. He's like, but I don't want to really be in the day to day stuff. <laughs> That's for you, right? You know what I mean? Jeff. Hey. So I was, Brian, I was be a, back, Jeff. I was a senior getting ready to go play football at Ferris. I'm like, Dad, you think I have time to <laughs> open up a bar? You know? Right. And my brother's like, you know, I'll do it. And so in the off season, we got together and I, I would work. I'd come down on my off days mm-hmm. and, and uh, that's kind of how it started. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then we just, uh, as I, when I graduated, uh, the family partner of ours, the Ward family, we, mm-hmm. we kind of all sat down and said, we got something special here. Let's, let's, uh, let's try to move this needle mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. And uh, um, so that's kind of how it started. That's awesome. Okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah, we opened up our first location in 94 at Central Michigan, uh, Mount Pleasant. Okay. And uh, we didn't know what we were doing. Mm-hmm. But e- we just learned through the trials and errors. I mean, we, we, we e- just. E- let's tell Jeff about our Detroit boys. When they. So Detroit, <laughs> Detroit didn't have a BW3s. Yeah. So. I went the Juco route. So this is so, how we met all these guys from Detroit. So yeah, so no he, no uh, he, Juco inside. Uh, so only Juco places, Michigan, and those here in Grand Rapids. None in Indiana, none in Ohio, and nowhere else in Michigan. So, so. all the talent that didn't go Central Michigan, <coughs> Ferris, Michigan State, they came to JUCO. Yeah. yeah. So he was he came from he had a son. He came back from Ferris. See, he had JUCO still pursuing his dreams. So we met all these Detroit guys. Yeah, bring on the V Jeff. 
He brought, he brought <laughs> it But Jeff, if you ever need some reviews, yeah. you just got go, go call on Detroit. Hey, we can use it. We can man, use they it. love numbers, they man. love B Dubs yep. and they the talk wings, the atmosphere, everything. everything. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was you working there or y'all? No, I wasn't working there at the time because I, I was actually doing the football stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, I took them up there like on a Tuesday. It was still fifty cent wings at that yeah. time. Yeah. They were going crazy. It's like twenty five cents. <laughs> Might have been yeah, twenty five. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Jeff, I want to rewind back. I was just telling uh, Coach this upstairs. It's like, you know, when, when we had that job, first of all, it's uncommon for inner city guys to get a hookup. Yeah. Like, we don't get hookups. And, you know what I mean, for us to get that job. And then I just remember Flash is just you constantly working, constantly moving, just mm -hmm. 100 miles per hour all the time. I know he caught us a couple times sitting sit, there. Yeah. <laughs> sit down. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be like, right. CB. Yeah. He's like, funny. Dang. Yeah. He's like, Take a laugh. Like, dang, right. he got me this time. But Jump I was never thinking like, man, like, dang, as kids, sometimes you take things for granted. But then you see, I seen your work ethic, like he said. You know, sometimes you have the cashier, then you helping a bartender, you managing. Mm -hmm. And I think being a CEO... You got to wear all those different hats. Be, you know what I mean? Because I have bartenders coming. I got to show you how to bartend. You know what I mean? You got to be keg, a hostess. You know what I mean? got to be to build our relationship. I say you talk to numerous people. And you know, when people have their favorite restaurant, especially sports bar, they're gonna be they're gonna be going constantly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where Jeff at? Where, where, where Jeff? Where Jeff? Where Jeff? So I just looking back, reflecting back, and I'm like, man, you had all these hats on in BW threes, and and what we do, you got to have multiple hats. Mm -hmm. So I definitely admire that about you, Coach, on that. You know what I mean? That was huge, just your work ethic. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it's I I, uh, I was told um, one of the things my brother always said to me, he's like, because I needed his advice going to play. He was there at Ferris four years before me. Mm -hmm. And he said, and it always rung in my ears. It was always, you know, I could hear that voice. And he's mm -hmm. like, don't be afraid of your deficiencies. Work on your deficiencies. Yeah. So don't shy away from things that you're not good at. Mm -hmm. Those are areas that you need to focus yeah. on. Mm -hmm. You know. So when I was in the restaurants, it's the same like with athletes, right? Mm -hmm. If you're weak on your left, yeah, work on the left. Got to work on the left, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's the same thing, right? In 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 the business world, what what are your deficiencies? If you're if you if you shy away. Mm -hmm. from those you'll never get good not gonna get better right mm -hmm. so it was it was it was something that when i was running sports bars in the four walls was focusing on i gotta put myself in situations where i can learn the deficiencies of this of this operation mm -hmm. because if i can find people to help me with those deficiencies yeah. and teach them it's just gonna make my job easier so that's a good way to look at oh, it yeah. man yeah. i never heard yeah of that. and it's I, I still i still you know my roles always change in our in our company, and mm -hmm. we're faced with different challenges. Um, but I seek people that uh, are great in certain aspects of the business, right? And, mm -hmm. and I'm asking them questions. How do you do this? And mm -hmm. Because we have so much talent like we did when we were coaching you guys, and we looked at players and said, man, this dude right here, he's going to be a great tight end and mm -hmm. a, you know, mm -hmm. a badass defense in that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So – um, but we got to work with him on his deficiencies. So that's one of the things that I've always, that's um, nice. and I, and I, and I, I share that knowledge with my kids right now, getting involved with sports, you know, mm -hmm. my son's a lacrosse player and, uh, he's a lefty, right. But 
he's got to get better at his right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to put some work yeah. in on that uh, right. So he's got to work on those things. But just in life, right, I think yeah. there's a lot of correlation with athletics, not only with people, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, how they relate to each other, mm-hmm. right, yeah. with, with business. And I think that's why you guys are so successful and so many guys off of that team are successful because they learned at an early age how to relate to different people. I mean, we had a melting pot there at, yeah, at Cracker, mm-hmm. right? It was, sure. um, which was beneficial for a, everybody. A great benefit, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, so those things—that's life, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you got to put yourself in challenging situations. I've been blessed to been to be forced into challenging situations. <laughs> Not all of them I asked for, but it's like when you're running the business, it's you got to figure it out, right? Yeah. Jeff, speaking of challenges, that was one thing I have for you today, man. The challenges of running a restaurant post-COVID <laughs> and through COVID. I already know I ain't going to even take your thunder, but walk through some of the things <laughs> <laughs> and some of the challenges just just running restaurants. The restaurant business for those that don't know, in and of itself is a tough business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, without even counting staffing, without even counting food and just keeping customers happy, it's a tough business. COVID added a whole other dynamic mm-hmm. that. Several more layers. Too. I want you to speak to some of the challenges you had and how are you able to navigate or if you still navigate them? Well, I mean, I think initially, man, it was, it was, uh, what are we going to do? Right. Mm. You know, we, we have, uh, at the time, we had just partnered with another group of restaurants and kind of, we literally doubled the size of our organization, partnered with an equity group. Mm. And so our company was merging two groups together and we're in our kickoff meeting, you know, trying to strategize how we're going to form two companies <laughs> together, which is hard enough as it is. Yep. And the next thing you know, we're in Atlanta and my phone's going off and you you guys know March Madness is our it's our busiest town yeah. of the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my phone's going off. I'm looking at my phone. March GMs Madness. are like, Are you watching? They're gonna <laughs> they're gonna cancel the tournament. I'm like reading these texts, we're all like, What is going on? you know? Because it hit that fast. Yeah. And then it was we literally got on planes and said, We need to get back to our restaurants and figure this out. Mm-hmm. And our first thing was we wanted to make sure that we protected our people as much as possible yeah. and yeah. keep people Employed, employed, and working. And, working. and so our first obligation was to keep our salaried managers and not furlough them. Mm. Um, they've, you know, they work hard. They, yeah. They're our runners of our operations. So we took a time out. We reassessed our situation and said, we need to move straight to takeout yeah. and figure this out. Yeah. Um, so our business literally got cut um, at least in half. More than that, <laughs> I mean, we, we dropped about eighty percent overnight, Ooh, and then. You know, through that process, and we talked about deficiencies, we learned deficiencies in our takeout operation through that process. So Mm. we went back to our restaurants and we said, you know what, we need to do this better than everybody else. Mm -hmm. We were fortunate that we had a takeout platform with wings and and those types of things. So hats off to the the people that worked for us because it was no more, I got this title, I do this, and Mm. we've never been a title-driven organization. Mm -hmm. It's Team are, members, man. How do we work together and how do we get through this? Mm-hmm. Because there, was, there were managers looking in the eye going, am I, am I going to lose my job tomorrow? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's great you know, time for everybody. And, and for, uh, there was a lot of sleepless nights for, I think, with a lot of leaders in our organization. But you know what? I think during hard times, um, you learn a lot. 
and we learned a lot. We got through it. And to be honest with you, I think our future in our business, because we outperformed our competitors, um, I think we're going to have a stronger future because I think it's diluted the industry a little bit. Yep. Mm. Um, and the and the strong will, will continue to, to, to move. But it's been a challenge. And it's been a challenge. It still is a challenge today. <laughs> the workforce um, has changed. I mean, you can go down the streets and look at, how many ne count the neon signs that say now hiring and uh you know so but that's the challenge that we have we need to show that you know we're we're a welcoming place yep. for mm -hmm. people to work mm -hmm. we have a great support system yep. and that's one of the things that we, we we try to inform these uh this new wave of labor is yep. look at you can get a restaurant job anywhere yeah you can go somewhere else tomorrow mm-hmm but we're here for you. We're yeah. we're we, we're a family oriented operation, and uh, we're there for our team. Mm -hmm. And I think that word's getting out. Yeah. And I think that's why we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Um, we're not there yet, mm -hmm. um, but uh, I think our leaders have become stronger in, in our units. So uh, we'll see what the future holds. You know what I mean? That, that's one thing that we can't control, mm -hmm. and that's what I told them and our team and. My brother's voice to the whole organization and our partner Kent Ward is, we gotta we gotta be better than everybody else, yeah. you know. And 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 we talk about a grind. It was a grind, and it still is today. Um, it's 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 been a very challenging couple of years. But. I want to show your brother some love. I want to shout him out as well. You and him to me are are not only a dynamic duo, but like this was years ago, man. I was looking you and him up. Um, for just both of y'all going affairs, both of y'all going into business. And I'm an athlete, but I always had a business mind. So I was big on how do you transition when you're done playing the game and then start that next chapter, that next act. I looked to you guys years ago and I saw what you and your brother was doing. I always want to salute you two for being models. Mm-hmm to follow and models worth emulating athletic background so i resonated with that mm -hmm. work ethic i resonated with that good people person i resonated with that and so i was able to glean from you and him and but but make it my own sprinkle my little sprinkle some stuff from you all into what i do and so i just couldn't go without saying major salute to both of you guys as a tandem i know he speaks life into you i know he motivates you mm -hmm. i know you lean on him and that's the role of a big brother mm -hmm. and so for you to have that for you to follow in his footsteps to fairs all of that i just want to say salute so i couldn't leave him out of this episode. yeah no i appreciate it and he would yeah. too so yeah. i'll make Brian, sure i Brian work hard just like jeff right yeah, don't yeah. take no breaks yeah he's celebrating 50 this week so okay I'll, okay i'll make sure i bring that up over a couple happy birthday brian happy birthday brian, brian. Happy, yeah, yeah. Happy happy birthday, birthday. brian. Yeah, so, yeah. But no, yeah, I've been blessed to, it's one thing, right, to, to, to be able to, you have family members, but sometimes when you're in a business, and especially with two families, because you guys might not, not know the, the Ward family who we got in business with, but a lot of times, family dynamics can get yeah, challenged, change. Yeah. <laughs> because, and when we, one of the things, that's what my brother always stated in our partnership, what we have always stated, that look at, when we get into this green room, mm -hmm. uh, when we walk out, we'll never put our business in front of our relationships yeah. with each other because family's family, yeah. right? So we're going to have hard talks and hard conversations, but 
it's it's for the business yeah but when we walk out of this room you're my brother yeah, yeah. you're my dad yeah. you're my best friend and you're like a second dad to me with, yeah. you know yeah. so that's kind of um it's special you know what i mean and it takes i think people to have a clear understanding of what their roles are um but also the unselfishness of title yeah. or my word is the only yeah. word and mm-hmm. um we've all you know taken our shots um yeah. and delivered our shots as well but you know we we all do it for the right reasons yeah um and i and i think that's a te- i think those things you learn right and in, in athletics mm-hmm. and 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 watching mm-hmm. other people do their thing yeah. so jeff on a lighter note man um working at b-dubs and being around there i seen every single floyd mayweather fight yeah <laughs> From like 17 yeah. to forever. That yeah. I was in there. <laughs> Wrestling matches. Uh, so, like, that was the place to be yeah. for I, all sporting events. That I'll, was it. I'll never forget. <laughs> first first time I met Floyd, right? I'm I'm this young kid at college, and I didn't, pay, I didn't know anything about the boxing scene, right? I'm from the northern suburbs of Detroit. I didn't watch much boxing. I was hockey, football, and, you know, so I get done. Uh, working at Ferris and um, somebody's like, I hear all this commotion up front, yeah. right? And back then we would, we were like a bar, right? Yeah. We were charging cover yeah. and all this stuff. <laughs> it's way different than yeah. what our concept is now. Yeah. And, and thankfully, I think yeah. we moved in a better direction. Um, but one of my managers is like, hey man, Floyd's here. And I said, Floyd, who's Floyd? Right. He's like, Mayweather. And I'm like, who's that? He's like, one of the best boxers. Yeah, he just ran it off. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. All of a sudden, I walk out, and I see this dude, like, this big yeah. coming in. And I'm like, this dude? <laughs> Walks up. He's got his entourage yes. of people. Um, but class act. Yeah. He came into our restaurants. He treated our people so well. Yeah. Um, we always welcome him when he comes into town. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of people think differently because they don't get to know them and that's yeah. one of the things that drives mm-hmm. me nuts about people watching social media and those yeah. types of things that yeah. may push athletes to be this mm-hmm. but he was a consummate professional yeah. he came in he treated our people great was always thankful mm-hmm. um and you know he's he's yeah. a grand rapids icon yeah so for sure i was i was glad i got to be able to meet him mm-hmm. and you know then i got mm-hmm. a relationship where he used to call or his group his agent used to call and say, "Hey, we're bringing hundred people. Hundred people." And it was like, "Okay, how are we gonna pull this off, man? We can't fit another ten dudes. We gotta fit a hundred. Right? You know, but he was always uh, a, right. a, a class act, and, oh, and, yeah. and the people that followed him too, they're very respectful. And it was, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember those nights. Those great. nights were crazy. And then fight nights were." You know, yeah, yeah. We'd have a Standing line down the street. Yeah, people wanted to get in. You yeah. know, yeah. why can't you let me in? I'm like, we can't let another person in here, man. We're gonna have the fire department. Fire I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So those were some fun times. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. So I wanna. I know we talked upstairs a little bit, and you you mentioned how um, how the last two years you've been working more than more than the last ten years. How's it been hectic? And you talked about your your children. So how can you find that that balance now, since you know work has picked up for you? Man, I've been I've been uh, blessed to be married to somebody that's my support valve. There you go. Um, nice. And uh, she she allows me to make that balance, man. Without nice. her, I couldn't 
<laughs> I couldn't Perfect. do the things that I do, you know, so it's a team effort. You guys are all parents and you know, mm-hmm. um, what that, that better half means. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got great communication, you know, we, uh, it's not easy. Right. Um, cause my, the business that I'm in, I can get a call here in the next five <laughs> minutes and gotta have go. to figure right. something else out. So mm-hmm. she's been around it enough. Luckily we were, we were celebrating our 20th anniversary this year. Congratulations. Uh, Congratulations. And we were together. <laughs> years before that there so she's go. been around it <laughs> yeah she mm-hmm. we but we're 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 tight or we're, we're really good friends and uh you know she's been that that staple so nice. that's what's allowed me to do that but mm-hmm. she was at first which yeah oh, yeah okay. yeah she's Blood a bulldog dog. she's a bulldog okay okay, okay. Big year for the dog yeah it was yeah. too it was <laughs> nice. speaking yeah. of that i see i see you uh at the ferris games and i see you how speak to that how is it going and being an alumni and being on that championship run with the it's been Bulldogs. awesome, man. I, uh, I I've been fortunate to um, actually got to know Tony through Sparky mm-hmm. um, and coaching at Crest. I mean, we we had the battle with yeah. Skeegan. Yeah. So yeah. Um, when I got to meet Tony, he he Sparky kind of filled him in on who <laughs> it was, and we hit it off right away. So yeah. he's he's been a um, you know he took the baton from from. Uh, Coach Pierce, and I think he's uh, just taking it to a different level. Definitely, oh, yeah. um, the guys, you know, I've been around uh, the game a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but I haven't seen anybody like him. I, I just he's he's a dynamic uh, coach, and 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 I learn a lot from him and how he can sustain success. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, so we have a lot of talks, and we become real close friends, and uh, so it's been fun to be around the program and watch the growth. But it's it's been fun too to watch the players and get to know oh, yeah. some of the players and yeah. and be a part of the alumni and I think that's key right to any university it's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. just because you were all American or all this mm-hmm. you know the, I think the good programs welcome all alumni mm-hmm. and exactly. you served your time here and yeah. and you deserve to be a part Come of the back program and enjoy and I think that's what he's he's established there is he welcomes it doesn't matter if a kid was a you know. Special team or whatever, he brings them back on campuses, you know, the campus and makes them feel part of the program and the success. And that's why you're seeing so much growth and, and, uh, you know, the trains rolling up there. They should have an opportunity to win it again this year. And, and, uh, you know, that's the hats off to the, the, uh, what they got a good thing. We've started and you guys, Mm. you know, started and then these guys are just taking it to a different level. So Jeff, you guys built, you guys were the building blocks. They added to it, and then at a nice era, just help realize what you guys started. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. How we like to look at it. Yeah, um, yeah, man. Yeah, Jeff. What about um? Talk about how Smash Burger, Kitchen Sixty Seven, and some of those other entities. Um, how do they tie into what you do? Uh, so Kitchen Sixty Seven wasn't. Uh, part of our group, but uh, we had, we've always wanted to diversify mm-hmm. and, and get involved with other concepts. Um, we, and we learned by them, right? So mm-hmm. we've, we've learned from some, and I wouldn't say mistakes. We did uh, the Smashburger brand. It's a great brand. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to take it to a different level and, and grow a little bit at a larger capacity. And when we got into our third location, it just wasn't one of those that we wanted to put enough effort in to grow at a larger rate. Mm-hmm. They were great people at the corporation. They've got great, uh, a great brand. Mm-hmm. We really fell in love with the brand. But we got to the point where we wanted to take our business and grow on a different level. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's like one of those things, right, where you, you buy a car. 
and you think it's going to be the sweetest car and you get in it, you drive it for a while and you're like, ah, yeah. it's not that great. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I'd rather drive this one. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of what we, what, what happened with that brand. Um, we've dabbled in some other brands where we, we've, uh, we've had some partnerships with um, uh, Black Rock that we're, mm. we're currently in and um, we've had some other entities that we've tried that didn't uh, um, succeed mm. um, and you learn you learn through those mm -hmm. um, so any opportunities that we look that we can advance our career of our our team members um, you know if you if, if you got capital it's one thing mm -hmm. but if you don't have the people yeah that's what makes our business tick mm -hmm. and I uh, I couldn't say enough of the people that we have in our organization it's not it's not just the Brian and Jeff show or the mm -hmm. Kent Ward show we have so many people that are working right now mm -hmm. that are way more important than me sitting mm -hmm. here on this couch that are delivering to our mm -hmm. guests every day. Um, and that's what, that's, that's where our success has come from. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is a lot is just about in your position as entrepreneur, CEO, being a servant of others, servant. So my thing is for you is what are some qualities in your position that you must have? like some qualities that you must have to be able to, to continue to be an entrepreneur. Cause you talked about a lot of different things that, you know, you and your brother and your corporation are into. So what are some things that you must have? <coughs> I, to be honest with you, that's a tough question. Um, I think you have to have a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. um, and I've always just had the mindset that, I'm going to learn from as many people as I possibly can. Mm. Um, there are, are managers of mine, like I said, that, that have great um, qualities that I can learn from. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but I think in any leadership uh, position, you have to have the openness to communicate. Um, I think communication is key. You got to let people mm -hmm. know how and the reasons why you're delivering certain mes messages. Um, I think you have to have the openness um, can't be a clock puncher yeah. i think yeah. if you're going to be a successful in business you got to understand that there's a sacrifice in in in, in your life and your lifestyle that that's um you need to be open to your people mm. um and then i also think just being able to share great ideas right it's no different than when we practice i mean when we did have conversation with cb what do you think about this mm -hmm. you know what i mean hey uh when they come out in this formation give me a play that you'd want to run. You know, and I remember Sparky saying, you tell me, CB, what are you going to run? You know what I mean? And that's that's learning. That's sharing knowledge, right? That's sharing. It's allowing other people that have uh, talent to give them um, a sense of ownership, you know? Because uh, uh, I think one of the things that when we started to really become successful as an organization is we've we offered ownership from our team members mm -hmm. it, and, and that ownership is not necessarily um, it, it's it's uh, we did it through profit sharing and, mm -hmm. and not only that but creating boards where we, we allowed those people to say this is something that we feel is wrong with the organization mm -hmm. and we sat there and listened to it mm. we want you to you you work for our, our organization how can we get better yeah. you know what I mean so um, I, I think there's many avenues there but uh it's just finding good people and surround yourself with good people i think is a channel to success in anything that you can do mm. um so and it's just constantly building that network yeah. so being a successful business owner jeff uh i know it takes a lot of your time what does jeff comedy do for fun 
Oh man. <laughs> uh this time of year, that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Water. I'm a water man. I'm a water guy. I yeah. love to fish. My brother and I take a few trips a year. We do a lot of saltwater fishing. I, I love, okay. That's like a passion of mine. Okay. Um, nice. Anything outdoors, man. Anything with my kids. There we go. You know, um, but I'm, I'm into sports, all yeah. sports. There we go. I, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. That's amazing, so, man. That's winter, cool. um you know, on the skis a little salt bit. Salt water. What have uh, what's the, what have you grabbed out of the ocean or any salt water place? Well, recently, I uh, a couple weeks ago, I uh, caught a thirteen foot hammerhead shark. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty cool experience. <laughs> nice. But that's like a bucket list for me. Is like, it's just what's the next species I can catch? Okay. Um, okay. So that's that's some All of the right. things that I try to wrap my free time around when Here I do. Yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah, nice. so. Jeff, you you've been instrumental in giving back, and as I said when I, we kicked this off, you've been a blessing to myself and my organization, Grand City Sports. Um, we do a lot in the community, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you firsthand how your dollars bless people in ways. Sometimes when you guys are writing a check, or if you guys are giving food, or whatever it may be. It's blessing and touching lives in ways sometimes that the donor doesn't doesn't know. Mm-hmm. know what I'm saying it, so I want to be overlooked. Exactly, mm-hmm. I want you to know that first and foremost. Secondly, giving and philanthropy is is huge. But where did your spirit for that come from? Uh, I'd have to say my family upbringing. You know, my parents were always. Uh, putting people first my house on the weekends my 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 dad was a a grinder and successful so um we were able to uh entertain a lot i mean my my house on a saturday afternoon was full of kids my mom (laughs) cooking tacos for everybody in the neighborhood and um and they always just taught that i mean they were both my dad came from uh, my my grandpa worked for Detroit Edison. Uh, they had a family eleven. Mm-hmm. Grew up in Detroit, and uh, um, you know, knew that. Hey, I, I I was there. I know how. I I, I know the challenges mm-hmm. that are there for people that that, that can't get out. Um, and when you're blessed as, as I am, and whether it's. Uh, you know, health through my health or through my business, mm-hmm. anything that I can do to help out the community. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that's, that's, that's one of the things that's the reason why I coached at, mm-hmm. at Crescent. It wasn't, you know, I told Sparky, don't, I'm not doing this to get paid, man. <laughs> get that to somebody else. Get that to somebody else. It's just, this is what I like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy uh, helping out where I can. I would love to be able to, you know, uh, do more of it. Yeah. It's when you when you're exposed in this business, everybody's like, "Yeah, can you help me out here? Can you help me out there?" And we, tr- but our organization, we do we do we hang our hats on on giving back. And our um, our our partners, um, we believe in that. And uh, you know, that's amazing. It's it's something that uh, we'll continue to do. Um, yeah. So we salute you, man. We appreciate oh, yeah. you, and we love you for it. Because, like I said, man, the lives you touch and it's been thousands mm-hmm. upon thousands because we get it in and like we were we use sports but sports was just a hook mm-hmm. we just wanted to reel the kids in we wanted them to be civic leaders responsible adults adults and advanced learners but we knew we had to put 
somebody that looked like them mm -hmm. in front of them that's going to like we've been them already mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nothing that the three of us and if we add you in it jeff nothing that the four of us have done that that they they're going to try to do what we already done mm -hmm. and so sure. it was important for us to not only be present be accessible we want them to be able to reach us text us call us and we stay in the community trying to do something to be visible and active but your support helped us mm -hmm. accomplish that kind of stuff even if it was from afar or like e I always tell them like bro call jeff mm -hmm. i'm coming set to set the wings up. up for after the camp <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah no it's all good i mean it's 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 impressive what you've done i know i followed you uh, for quite some time and what what you all three of you guys have done um you know with your community efforts and in not only coaching athletics but just coaching people in life yeah. and uh um you know i know that you've developed some relationships with friends of mine in the restaurant industry and mm -hmm. they all speak very highly of what you've done in the community and and, and those are all great things i mean mm -hmm. i think that's what our country just needs to get better yeah. at right it's yeah, just, is, is is supporting each other and uh, moving in the right direction and and and, and uh, you know teaching our kids that as well mm -hmm. so and that's one of the things as a parent that i just you know uh i want to see my kid i want my kids <laughs> to see me work right oh, yeah. hey, because um that's something you got to do if you want it's something it, you got to emulate mm -hmm. so they see it yeah just mm -hmm. like these two Mm -hmm. We love you, Jeff, but they seen you get it in. They seen you mm -hmm. work the front of the house, the back of the house. Like, they seen it, so they don't got no excuse. Mm -hmm. If your mm -hmm. kids see it, and I see you always with them and showing them the way, but when they see it, they can't deny it. Mm -hmm. Once you see something, oh, my dad worked hard. People say we got nice stuff, but he worked hard for this. So mm -hmm. I always seen him working, taking calls, having to go to a meeting, jumping on a plane for this. Then he come home and spend time with us. I'm saying so. Yeah. Your kids is taking it in. I, I love your approach to fatherhood and and how you're going about it, especially in their era of social media and how prevalent it is versus me and your era. Right, you yeah. Know what I'm saying. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a different, different, different game. <laughs> yeah, it's different beast. Definitely One, a different beast. Another question I want to express. You you mentioned about the challenging of uh, getting uh, workers because of the remote learning or the remote workers and different things in that nature. So what are some strategies that your organization is coming to hands like, hey man, we need to do this to be able to get people to work for us now? We did some recruiting benefits. Okay. Um, so through our staff that would uh, bring in a friend to work, we would give them mm -hmm. uh, That's uh, big, yeah, a lot of people do that. Um, mm. So we did a little bit of that. Uh, you know, the biggest thing is, is you know, really really taking the emphasis and one of the things that i have always you know kind of our motto especially here in west michigan is just let's be hard on standards but easy on people mm -hmm. and i think we're in an environment right we're, we're serving chicken wings and beer it's not you know yeah. what i mean it's not we're we're in we're in the entertainment business but yeah. we also have to entertain our team members i think I think some of the things that we're trying to focus our approach on is having fun in the in the work environment because work can be fun if you surround yourself with people that have the same yeah. um, outlook with work, yeah. right? Some people, man, I got to be here today. Yeah. And it's our jobs as leaders to say, 
yeah, but you're here, man. Yeah. So yeah. let's have fun because energy is contagious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, so we're more focusing on not not just uh, paying for people to play, but um, come come to a nice environment and work in a great uh, facility. Yeah. Um, where yeah, things are gonna get tense, but that's part of the industry. Um, mm -hmm. But let's have fun while we do it. Uh, and I've been I've been very fortunate to be around a group of leaders and our general managers at our locations and our assistant managers that bring that every day. And it's nice. not an easy climate to do that. Um, but I think that's where we're we're winning. Um, we're starting our retainment is starting to stick. Um, and uh, yeah, but it's it's constant, man. It's a constant. Mm -hmm. uh, effort to figure that out right now in this in this labor force so. yeah man the same thing for me is you know coaching kids like it's different now you know what i mean and i can imagine you know, we got summer workouts <laughs> you know and it's a lot of kids not showing up you know what there's I mean? other stuff better to do with the summer break right now yeah man <laughs> and, you know and i dive back and you know i have to ask questions i ask some of our players what, what is there some things that i'm doing wrong like, what are we doing, coach, man? They just lazy. You know, got kids coming out for one day, you know. We work them hard, they don't show up again. <laughs> you know, we got kids that's playing in a private league program because it's a lot easier. There's no expectations. You know, I got four or five kids. So, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm running through the same challenges. You know? Yeah, and I think that's a – I think it's a parent problem, right? I think yeah. it's and, – and, you know, some people are given the – uh, unfortunate situations where they don't have that their, mm -hmm. their parents are, are aren't there mm -hmm. um, but you know it is it is a part of when you when you work in certain operations and our and I would say that our our GMs will probably say that I feel like I'm a parent when I'm at work <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't have a magic wand to say mm -hmm. how to fix that right uh, I think it's going to be a hopefully a cultural shift that we can yeah. continue to teach better things mm -hmm. and better vision on why you're here. Mm. You know, what is your career path? What do you want to do with life? And, um, you know, th those are the things that we're focusing on is, is, Hey, we're, I'm, I'm very proud to say that in West Michigan, that my average tenure on my general manager is 15 years with our company. That's amazing. Um, and in our, in our industry, that's unheard of. Right. Um, and that's a challenge, but I think it's because we form relationships yeah. with these people, not just you work for me and mm -hmm. you're just this, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, we, we, I truly care. I truly care about all the, all the team members. One of the saddest days I've ever had was, this past week, I lost a 20-year veteran in our in our organization that's going on to do something else. Mm -hmm. um, I can't blame them. We can no. we can only provide so much, and we can gr only grow our organization at a certain capacity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I wish them luck. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think showing the why 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 you're here, and also the opportunities that we have. Yeah. Come in here, grind, yeah. do the right things. And look at I want to take care of you. I'm going to take care of your, you know, if you if you show a heart, a, a great work ethic, you're a great team player. Like I said, it's not it's not we're not mm -hmm. we're not hiring, uh, uh, you know, 4.0 Cornell grads. There you go. Um, Hard work does not go on. Yeah, we're it's an industry that you got to get in. You got to be good with people. You got to mm -hmm. learn how to communicate. But we try to build our four walls with people that are inside our four walls. Mm, yeah. To be honest with you, I, I love finding candidates in our four walls that are cooks. Mm. And when I go into locations, I'm asking our managers, 
who's your best cook, mm-hmm. right? All right, cool. Hey, so-and-so, come here. This manager's talked talk to me about you. You're, you're a great team player. You're doing all this. Have you ever thought of this as being a career path for you? Mm-hmm. You know, so having conversations like mm-hmm. that, now yeah. that person goes, what? What do you mean? I don't even, mm-hmm. do I need a resume? <laughs> no, your resume is what you've your been hard doing. Work. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I would say that probably, you know, uh, majority of my tenured managers are managers that have come within hourly ranks that mm-hmm. were hourly team members of ours that probably didn't think they would have a yeah. career opportunity. And now yeah. they're very managers. successful, yeah. you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, have raised great families and live in, you know, are, are doing very well for themselves. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so that in our industry, that's you know that's something. But I, I couldn't imagine on the coaching mm-hmm. uh, side of those challenges because you have them for a short window, yeah, right? Yeah, a couple uh, hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's and it's how do I get yeah. to how do I get in front of seventy players or sixty mm-hmm. players and have those conversations? I could, you could spend your your whole week doing that, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I'm sure that's that's a challenge. Yeah. yeah. Jeff, speaking of moving on and you, you having your got 15, 20-year guy go on to his next endeavor, and that's major, by the way. That's a nothing, something else we need to salute, just the tenure of your GMs mm-hmm. and people that stick around. That says a lot, too. Um, but what's next for Jeff Carmody and what's next for business? Like I say, you you learned a lot being in this game, having success in this game of entrepreneurship, of business, of running successful restaurants. What do you say the next three to five years look like for you personally and professionally? Uh, personally, to be the best dad and husband I could possibly be. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I try to... Uh, Sometimes I allow the professionalism to break that path. Mm-hmm. Um, and fortunately, I have a wife that reminds me of that. <laughs> there you go. Uh, fortunately. Yeah, fortunately. Yeah. And, and I, it is, I am fortunate for that mm-hmm. because I told her if I ever bring work home, I need you to remind me that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not easy times right now. Um, and just to be the best dad that I possibly can be. I'm, I'm, I'm developing my blood, my... Mm-hmm. Uh, my child into a future that i'm unaware of what's going to happen right so you just want um, to be equipped yeah and i want to spend as much time as i possibly can it's, it's that balancing act so mm-hmm. uh on a professional level um i'm all about creating opportunity for our people that's why i do the business the job that i do mm-hmm. um I'm, a, I'm currently uh, in, in a role uh, a newer role of director of operations in the state of Michigan. And I think we have a great um, group of people. Yeah. Um, but I know we can insulate our company more with developing people to next level management. Yeah. And uh, that's my that's my goal. Uh, I, I, I love when I can meet with somebody and say, congrats, you, you've elevated yourself to this position. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Best one um, in the world. And that's that's what you know we've we've been fortunate to be successful as business operators um i don't need much more than what i got mm-hmm. um but uh the industry that we're in is getting i look at it as it's challenging um but i like the challenge yeah mm-hmm. um i'm gonna learn some things along the way new, meet new people in our organization you only have so many time, uh, moments in a day to where 
I mean, we've got 50 some restaurants in, in Michigan um, that I don't get to, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I want to get more entrenched in those stores and help people along the way. Um, and, and, and also to build relationships. I love building relationships with our That's people um, mm-hmm. and getting That's to know key. more people. When we merged our company together with another organization, we brought in some great talent um, that I haven't gotten entrenched with because it was during COVID. Mm. So now that hopefully, you know, COVID's yep. in the rearview Fingers mirror crossed. a little bit, <laughs> we can uh, start progressing. And that's what I'm looking forward to from yeah. a professional standpoint. And we are launching a new brand uh, called Corktown Pizza Company. We're opening up our first location, Petoskey, this this fall. Congrats. Um, they going to so, you up there in Petoskey. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully we can take that brand and and do something with it and create some more opportunity for people that are within our our, our organization. So excited for just just that, to grow. Mm-hmm. Just continue to grow. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Y'all got anything else for, for Jeff? That sounds amazing. Hey, I, I uh, like I said, man, I... I just, I'm just happy to rap with you guys. Yeah, you know, I ran into you guys at the sushi house not yeah. not too long yeah. ago, and I was like, man, I love seeing these dudes. I, I told Sparky, I'm like, we gotta get we gotta get the guys together. I said, I'll host it. Let's let's do something so here. Speaking of that, bring some of those guys out. We gotta do that, Jeff. And yeah. we wanted to at least brainstorm a documentary of yeah. that journey. Um, mm-hmm. We thought about you. Mind you, it take a lot to pull all this stuff together but just know the work the brainstorming been happening like yeah. man we got to talk to jeff yeah. we got to get spark yeah. we got to get any turner rule we got to get Do-Rod. some players yeah. yeah like we want to um galvanize and mobilize you guys together and kind of because you mentioned floyd mayweather and i look up to floyd business wise mm-hmm. i emulate you i emulate floyd i emulate successful people and I've been able to scale the things that I do by gleaning from good people. And one thing we don't do is recognize our own. Mm-hmm. Creston, in my opinion, never got the recognition. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about from the city. The mm-hmm. love didn't pour yeah. in the way if, if, if they did this in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Detroit would have ran with this in such a way that they would have just built powerhouse after powerhouse mm-hmm. with leveraging that. We don't do that. Floyd oftentimes talk about his difficulty in coming back because, to your point, some of the things that they'll portray in the media, but then it tarnishes when he his experience when he's back home. We do that too often as opposed to celebrating and elevating. And um, I'm looking like, I was telling the guys, like, man, if we can recapture you guys' run, mm-hmm. um, some of the untold stories. Yes, there's yeah. a lot of stories yeah. man. We, we were talking right. about before you guys rolled in. I was actually talking to Sparky Bottom. We, we, we get together every so often, man. We just laugh. But if you if you could find somebody that was in the production business, yeah, you could take the the football movies of Friday Night Lights and all those and just say, yeah, this is the real deal. Yeah. This is based on. Real, a based true, on a true story. A true story, <laughs> you know, and um, and not only that, with the, the the society changes that are going on right now, right? Yeah. You talk about how we were all from different places. Yeah. Man, and all different. We yeah. came together. We all had different aspirations, but we had one goal, mm-hmm. right? And and uh, I think that's what what the society needs is something like that, a story like that that mm-hmm. says, "Yeah." Hey man, we're 
we're a nation that just needs to get together and yep. be on the same path and, yep. and, and we need to make better choices mm -hmm. and have yeah. better leaders in place and, and uh, move the needle that way. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I look at that experience and it was just, and it, and I formulated great relationships with it you and did. I take those things, um, you know, I'm very fortunate to have the relationships that I had through Crescent and mm -hmm. a lot of your parents. I mean, mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it was just a pretty mm -hmm. awesome time. And, and uh, I've always uh, held that polar bear nation close to my, <laughs> close to my heart, man. It was, it was a fun few years. I wish I could have done it longer. I just got so busy that that was, you know, one of the things I, I just had to step away because of, of what I had going on in my life. Um, but I, I do know I said to Spark, I'm like, I'm not leaving until these guys <laughs> are out of here. But when they're out of here, I'm going to have to make a choice. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah. But uh, no, it's, it's all good. I appreciate, uh, I appreciate you guys. I Real quick story, though. I got it. Hey, so Genesis Game. So before Genesis game, we made many trips to prep sports. Prep sports, yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I went with, I think Jeff and Brian took me. To I was, I went to it with you. I was, was in there. Yeah, we was in the Jeep. Had to get black yeah, tape. Was in the Who Jeep. had a Jeep, Jeff? You did or Brian? Yeah, I did. You yeah. did, yeah. yeah. So we had to get black tape. So, yeah. so Spark spray painted our cleats, all black, but I had to get some black tape. So I don't know if it was Jeff or Brian. So on the way there, man, they was just letting was us know so how, amp. yeah, how Brian much high like, school football mean, bro. Brian and at seventeen, you don't get it. You you up for this game, CB? I was like, you know, I'm, you know, I'll be chilling. <laughs> yeah, chill. yeah. What you mean? <laughs> like he drives. Like, yeah. hey, man, that's about the most intense. Brian, Brian, Brian. Jeff was like, man, I give my left. Yes, to play That's in this game right this now. Game. I mean, he looked at each other like, "What is going?" on? Yeah. like, "Bro, this is real." We wanted to going. play right now. You know, that's one of the things. You know, how it was when you were done. Oh, man. Like, man, I don't get that feeling anymore. No, I want to play. But that's what the game we show that as a kid. Yeah. You don't understand the moment. Nope. At seventeen, it's cool. It's you know. But when I got into back. coaching, and I yep. think about the coach, the big games I had as a assistant <laughs> coach and head coach, like I you understood. Felt way, yeah. I felt it. Well, <laughs> I will tell you this, and I've told this to many people. <laughs> I've never seen a high school athlete totally take over a game like you did in that. Genesis. Genesis. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I remember I was sitting up top. And Sparky's like, all right, man, all I want you to do is shout and coverages in my ear. Yeah. When, and I was just, yeah. they're in this, they're in this. And he's like, our boy, our boy here is going to roll. And, <laughs> and I was just sitting up there like I was, I didn't even, I was just in awe watching. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, that was, I'll never forget that. Yeah. Like literally, I've never saw somebody at that level in high school take over a game like he did. In that game, that I mean, yeah. that was uh, that was that was it. I, I looked and I'm like, this dude <laughs> laying like that. <laughs> He's something else. Yeah, that was the game, yeah. Man. Mm -hmm. um, but it was uh, it was just fun, man. A fun time. Oh yeah. Happy to be a, a part of it. So mm -hmm. yeah. But we'll have to get the crew back together. We got to. It's overdue. Yeah, yeah it is. Oh, it is overdue. Yeah, it is. We definitely got to get that in there, man. I doc though. That'll be huge. Mm -hmm. Let's yeah. make it happen. Oh yeah. On that note, we gonna wrap up. We want to thank Jeff one more time for allowing us to hang out with him today mm -hmm. and giving us an awesome interview. If you guys haven't already, please make sure you like and subscribe. Tune in to each and episode. Make sure you let us know who you want to see us interview next. Until then, we'll guys catch you in the next one. Peace. Peace. Peace.